Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We want to win for us. Uh, we all want it. We want this for us. Um, and we want it for we want it for Detroit. Um, to me, this is, you know, this is three years ago, um, thinking about what this was going to be like and what it could be like. And now it's here. And so I know exactly what it's going to look like. I've seen it in my head. It's going to be different than, than anybody's seen. I think this is going to be one of the most electric environments, atmospheres that, that you're going to find. And I think it's going to be an advantage. We're back live with more of the Parkins Playoff Show with your host, Danny Parkins, live on the Odyssey app and 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. That's right. The Parkins Playoff Show is back. Better than ever. I don't know. That's for you to judge. Robbie Triano is doing an excellent job producing. That was the voice of Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend is finally here, and you can listen to every game free with the Odyssey app. So tune in today for a wildcard doubleheader. Packers-Cowboys, then Rams-Lions in primetime. Coverage begins at 3 on the score. And then this is particularly relevant to me. Because Steelers-Bills was postponed, we got some uh, changes on Monday. We are going to air Bills-Steelers coverage starting at 3, and that means Bulls-Cavaliers will be on the Odyssey app after the conclusion of Steelers-Bills. The Bulls game with Chuck and Bill comes right back on the score airwaves. You can listen to the pregame on the Odyssey app to the Bulls game starting at 545. Of course, take the NFL playoffs with you wherever with 670 the score and the free Odyssey app. And no, because we've got a one-hour show on Monday, that is not why I'm working today. I will be on every Sunday that there are NFL playoff games. Uh, next Sunday, the Sunday after for, for Championship Sunday, and then Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, some of the shows are 7 to 9, others are 8 to 10. But just hang out with us, and we'll talk some NFL playoff football. So, there is a... Uh, there's a lot at stake here in these NFC games today. Like, the Lions game is about as interesting in terms of storylines as a wild card game could possibly be. It really can't get much better. You have, we'll see how good of a home field advantage it is in Detroit. It's incredibly expensive to get into that game. I expect it to be absolutely insane. They haven't played a playoff game in Detroit in 30 years. Got to go back to 94. They haven't won a playoff game since 92. And oh yeah, by the way, 
they're playing the best quarterback in franchise history who, when you traded Matt Stafford away, he goes on and wins a Super Bowl. Now, Robbie and I were talking about before the show, he asked me a very interesting question. He said, do you think that the Lions fans will boo Matt Stafford? I think that would be crazy, personally. And what did Matt Stafford do? <laughs> All that guy did was throw for 4,000-plus yards every year and play hurt and hang in there for a decade with nothing around him. It wasn't his fault. As soon as he gets to a good team with a good coach, he wins a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford is a borderline Hall of Famer. So I think booing Stafford would almost be distracting. It would make it more about the X than the incredible relationship that you're currently in. And yeah, I mean, Stafford is better than Goff historically, but Goff has been great since he's been a Lion. He really has. And it's one of the few trades that you could look at in the NFL and say, this has been a win-win for both teams. I mean, Jared Goff this year, 30 touchdowns, 12 picks, 4,500 yards. Jared Goff last year was 29 touchdowns against seven interceptions. So 59 touchdowns against 19 interceptions over the last two years with nearly 9,000 yards passing in two years, like 8,800? That's a win when you add in all the other draft capital that they got for Matt Stafford. And the vibes in Detroit are excellent. The offense is excellent. They're one of the best running teams in the NFL with Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Amon Ross St. Brown is an absolute stud. Laporta is an absolute stud. Hopefully he plays. He was a full participant on Friday. Their defense leaks like a sieve. I think this game is going to be a shootout. Um, I still think they should have drafted Jalen Carter uh, personally instead of what they did with Gibbs and Campbell in the first round. But Branch, I know he got hurt. Excellent second-round pick at safety. That'll make him better. They got to keep upgrading the defensive side of the ball, I think, to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. But the Lions, they, they, they might be insane. Like Campbell might be crazy going for two from the seven-yard line. But they've all completely bought into what he's selling. All you got to do is watch them for one half of football. And you'll see, like, when they're doing a kickoff after a touchdown, the whole special teams unit is, like, swag surfing, uh, the end zone celebrations, the sideline demeanor, the postgame press conferences. Uh, like, like they, 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 they read and look like a high school team. Like, Coach, we're going to warm up a little different today. Like, remember, remember the Titans style. Like, they, they just they look different to your eye in terms of buy-in, culture, chemistry, all of that stuff. So the Lions are in a great spot. So I personally wouldn't boo Stafford. I would try to make his life miserable by being the loudest stadium in the NFL this year, which I think is in play. Because Detroit's a great sports city. Uh, it, it, it is a great sports city. Hey, Robbie, you're, you're from Detroit. 
Yeah, I am, and I've been dying over here listening to what you've been saying. Am I wrong? I would absolutely boo the hell out of Matt Stafford. Really? If if Bulls fans can boo Jerry Krause, I can boo Matt Stafford. What, are you trying to get me in trouble again with what was going on on Twitter? <laughs> I did see that. I, will addri- I, will, I mean, I can address it today, but I will definitely address That'll it be on tomorrow. the show Monday. We'll tease that. But, uh, no, but what, what did Stafford do? I just mean, like, why, why would we show him loyalty? Like, why would we feel like he's giving an advantage? Like, I would want to give him every reason to be rattled. Like, I want the Detroit fans to absolutely rattle him. And if booing him is a way to get him off his game, I want to put, win a playoff game for the first time in my entire life, and I just turned 28. Any way we can get him off his game, I am I'm down for that. So I want to boo him. I mean, if you think that booing him would get him off his game, then of course. And and I agree that he's not like above booing, but generally speaking, screaming is louder than booing. Like, and I would try to disrupt the cadence and the play calls and give uh, Aiden Hutchinson an extra half second off the line and make them burn timeouts and make them false start and and focus on like. Focus on the home field advantage for your team as opposed to singular direction at their quarter. Why not everything? Why not just boo and do and the things you're saying? Let's let's focus our attention. I, I think Detroit is a very passionate fan base. I think we'll do all the things you're saying. Okay. Okay. I hope so. I, I think I think it is going to be clearly the best environment of wildcard weekend. And last night's at Arrowhead in fourth coldest game in NFL playoff history. So, I I mean, or was it was it NFL history or NFL playoff history? I'm not sure. It was the they showed they showed the graphic. I didn't have the volume on it at the at the time. It was at the very beginning of the game. I know the Ice Bowl was won and that was a playoff game. So I assume that was playoff history, but it might have been NFL history. Whatever. It was really damn cold. Uh and that was an incredible environment. And then I got a real dilemma for rooting interest for Cowboys and Packers because my nephew's a big Packer fan and I'd like him to be happy but I've rooted against his teams my entire life so I don't really care so that's not that's just like a small piece of it but like I've rooted against Mike McCarthy and I believe him to be a bit of a fraud but this year he is disproving that loudly cd lamb career year tier one wide receiver dak prescott best statistical year of his career by far not even close they had nearly 600 pass attempts when in training camp he was like yeah kellen moore he wants to pass the ball every time i want to run the ball to rest my defense and then they came out as one of the best passing units in the nfl this year so mike mccarthy is doing an objectively great job with that team but Everyone's talking about, correctly, Stafford and Goff against their old teams, and if Stafford can win the first playoff game in 30 years in Detroit, except as a member of the Rams. Like, that storyline is unbelievably juicy. And I do think it would make lose – like, if the Lions lose this game, it is obviously excruciatingly painful. But if you lose it to Stafford – it is even worse because then he's not only won the breakup with the Super Bowl, but he wins that playoff game in Detroit. There's no question that the personal angle of it makes that worse. But if Mike McCarthy loses to Jordan Love and the Packers 
at home as a touchdown favorite coming off the year that they just had offensively, excuse me, and they lay a huge egg offensively, that is objectively hilarious. Like, I will, without question, take some joy in Mike McCarthy laying that egg in a playoff spot at home. And I think it makes the offseason really interesting. Because I think that if the Cowboys lose this game, Mike McCarthy gets fired. And maybe they promote Dan Quinn. Maybe they make a run at Belichick. Like, I, I think that if, if McCarthy loses this game, there's a huge ripple effect. But if he loses this game, it's probably because Jordan Love balled out. And Jordan Love was the best quarterback in the NFL from week 11 on in terms of total touchdowns, touchdown to interception ratio, QBR, EPA, uh, like all of it. So that ain't great for the Bears. So if Jordan Love goes into Dallas and wins a shootout in the postseason, we got problems. I don't think we got problems anyway. But, like, is scoreless tie and both teams lose an option? I don't think it is. So, this is a a very tricky spot uh, for my personal rooting interest. I know most of you would say, uh, no, it's easy, root against the Packers. I get it. Uh, But as someone who loves the league so much, I do think there's a lot more chaos if the Cowboys lose the game in terms of the coaching carousel and the narrative stuff, and it would just be a funny loss for Mike McCarthy. Like, if if he loses this game, the regular season accomplishments get completely nullified, which I think is pretty funny. The announcement in the press box at kickoff of Chiefs-Dolphins was minus 4 with a wind chill of minus 27. Fourth coldest game in NFL history. Thank you, Robbie. Good job. So, NFL history, coldest in Arrowhead history, coldest game in Chiefs-Dolphins. Yeah, that that part makes sense. I would have been able to fill in the blanks on that. But it did not look pleasant out there, i got to be honest. There's no way you're actually going to root for the Packers, though. That's, like, illegal here. I know. Honestly, I mean, listen, if I bet the Packers, I would root for the Packers. I, I root for my money. But... I don't have a bet placed in that game at this point. I just it would be really funny to see Mike McCarthy lose. That would just be that would just be an objectively funny loss and a very funny outcome. So, I am I am torn for that game. But what I mean it sucks that we don't have a noon game and I wish that we had a 4-hour show on Monday. So I don't love that that game got postponed. But obviously it was the only thing to do because nobody would have been able to get to the game. Like the scenes out of Buffalo were just absolutely ridiculous. But it feels like it should be a triple header on Saturday and a triple header on Sunday instead of the Monday night thing. Because now, I mean, the Bills have 48 hours less of prep time, assuming they win the game, than the Chiefs do, who played on Saturday. So wild turn of events in terms of scheduling in the NFL. We will talk to uh, – can I, can I 
I want to have extra time with Carrington. Do I, can we go now or no? Yeah, we can. Okay, cool. Um, thank you. So, Carrington Harrison talks to Patrick Mahomes every week, hosts afternoons on 610 in Kansas City. I used to work with him. Uh, he was my co-host when I was there. But we won't just talk Chiefs. He also does a ton of national uh, hosting for Mad Dog Sports Radio and follows the league as closely as I do. So, uh, we'll talk some Chiefs and the rest of the playoff weekend with Carrington Harrison, then we will get to some predictions for the games and the rest. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The way it's the Parkins playoff show on the score. Make it mind over matter about the weather, but look like you had to deal with some icicles in the mustache. <laughs> you just, just say, bring it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the worst thing that could happen is it falls off, right? So. <laughs> We're back live with more of the Parkins Playoff Show with your host, Danny Parkins, live on the Odyssey app and 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. What a legend. He's already one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. One of the greatest minds the sport has ever seen. That is Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. With arguably his singular most iconic look in his entire life. Big red with the rosy red cheeks and the icicles off the mustache. Bill Belichick needed the hood and the face mask. Not Andy Reid. That was amazing. Joining me now on the hotline powered by... Circus Sports Illinois. Download the Circus Sports Illinois app today. Is my good friend. He talks to Patrick Mahomes every week. He does afternoons on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, the home of the Chiefs. Also hosts nationally on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So we will talk the NFL, but we will start with that game from yesterday. Carrington, when I came on your show, and thank you for waking up this morning with us, when I, when I talked to you this morning, uh, this week on your show, I asked you how much money it would cost you I would have to pay you to attend that game and stay outside for the full four-hour experience. And you said $5,000 in cash. After watching the game yesterday, would you have done it for 4500 Yeah, I don't even know if the 4500 was enough now in retrospect. I mean, 
Anytime people's mustaches are freezing out there, Danny, you know me. You've seen me. I don't do well when it's 55 degrees outside. I don't do well when there's a light breeze and it's 42 degrees. You wanted me to sit out there in sub-zero temperatures for a game in which I told – I mean, if there's any game this season, Danny, I've told you what was going to happen. Was it not yesterday? Almost the exact formula, the exact flow of the game was exactly what I told you two days ago happened. Yeah, I was on the Chiefs. That was that that was very easy. When did you I mean, I know you predicted it very strongly before the game, but like from kickoff to when, how long into the game did it take you to know that it was over? The second possession of the game, Miami had one good play all day. They put Tyreek in motion. He got lined up one-on-one against Trent McDuffie, and he beat him. That was the only positive play that they had. And I was thinking, all right, maybe Miami can keep this thing competitive for the next four quarters. No, they didn't keep this competitive for the next four quarters. Miami was the most fraudulent team in the league. Everybody got so, ooh, because they beat the Broncos in September by 50 points. They didn't beat one good team on the road all season. They only scored 21 points. Over 21 points more than one time this year when they played the Cowboys and they beat them on a last-second field goal. I'm happy we don't have to talk about that team anymore. You know, I got to say, it was a – not that it was a surprise that Mahomes has a much stronger arm than Tua. Obviously, everybody knows that. But it really did look like varsity VJV out there. Like, Tua struggled, and it didn't seem to me anyway – like the Chiefs changed anything about their passing attack given the conditions of the game. Yeah, I mean, I felt like Kansas City kind of came out with the purpose of trying to prove that it wasn't that cold. You remember, they threw the ball in their first three uh, pass plays of the game, the first three plays. They threw the ball. I thought that was pretty indicative of, hey, we're not going to let the cold dictate what we do. And then obviously Isaiah Pacheco got going. He had 24 carries in the game. You know what? To answer your last question, maybe a little bit better, during halftime, they interviewed Mike McDaniel. And you could hear it in his voice. He wanted absolutely nothing to do with being outside. I'm just a big believer that teams take on the personality of its leader, the Chiefs leader. It's unfazed by the cold. I'm out here. I'm not even going to fix my mustache. I'm going to keep it going. You could hear how cold it was with the way that Mike McDaniel was answering Kaylee Hartung's questions. He wanted to go back inside, and hopefully he's in Cancun today. We're talking to Carrington Harrison. He does afternoons in Kansas City. Kaylee Hartung's gloves made her hands look like she was the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> those were the those, those gloves looked so warm. Like and, and like and she needed it. Like she was the MVP uh of, of yesterday, but those are the single biggest gloves uh that I've ever seen. So this is the clearly the best Chiefs defense of the Andy Reid Patrick Mahomes partnership. And they drove right down the field with a statement touchdown. But The offense was still not completely electric, but obviously conditions factored in. Is this team a legitimate Super Bowl contender? I mean, I would say yes for a couple of different reasons. Number one was the defense in which you just alluded to. They just keep teams under 21 points. And as long as you do that, you will have a chance to win any game that you're in. And the version of Patrick Mahomes that they got, on or yet last night certainly gives them a chance. I mean, I had been banging the drum all season. Hey, the Chiefs are not as far away as people think. 
But during the regular season, they were minus 11 in the turnover differential. I don't care how good your quarterback is. I don't care how good your coach is. If you're minus 11 in the turnover differential, you're just going to struggle. I mean, yesterday's Chiefs offense was what we've seen. This team can drive the ball from the 20 to the 20. Once they get in the red zone, they stall. They have to take field goals way too often, or they're going to have a costly penalty that takes a touchdown off the board. Like, we've been playing that game with the Chiefs all season. The big thing was, and I know they got the fumble late from Clyde Everett to Lair, but that was in the fourth quarter. I don't really care that much about that. The game was already decided. If this team cannot turn the football over and not compound mistakes, they can beat any team in the AFC playoffs. What would you say about a likely Chiefs at Bills scenario, assuming Buffalo beats Pittsburgh on Monday? This might actually make you laugh a little bit. I think I'd be a little bit more worried about Houston than I would be about Buffalo. Just with the way that Houston plays, and like Houston could score 24, 27 points, even against Kansas City's defense. And now the Chiefs offense really has to execute. Just they've played Buffalo so many times over the last three to four seasons. Like, I, I, I know this team matches up really well with Buffalo. I know they could keep up with Buffalo. Now, obviously, it would be a very difficult game. And you know that Buffalo has had that game circled against the Chiefs for four years. They always have to go to Arrowhead. The Chiefs never have to go to Buffalo. So that would play a major factor as well. But I'm just not sure Buffalo could run away from Kansas City where C.J. Stroud – C.J. Stroud kind of looks like younger Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago, just running around, making plays, throwing it down the field, got all these weapons. They've been really, really fun. I know that game would be at Arrowhead, but you and I are on the same page. Home field advantage doesn't have nearly the same value that it maybe had 10, 12 years ago. Houston would be really interesting if they played them based on how they can score. So I started the show this morning talking about C.J. Stroud as it relates to the Bears because obviously the Bears could have drafted C.J. Stroud last year. And Ryan Poles, who was the director of college scouting for the Chiefs when they traded up and drafted Patrick Mahomes and is now the GM of the Bears, was asked at a season-ending press conference uh, if he misevaluated Stroud. Uh, and he said no because he thinks the Bears are in a better position having D.J. Moore, Darnell Wright, their very promising rookie right tackle, Tyreek Stevenson, their very promising rookie cornerback, next year's second-round pick from Carolina, and, of course, the first overall pick this year. And I said, I understand why he would say that, and if he offered those five things to Houston for C.J. Stroud, they would at least have a conversation about it because it has the number one pick and the draft rights to Caleb Williams attached to it, but they would ultimately turn him down. But that polls got lucky because Carolina lost five games this year by three points. If they would have won one, two, three, four of those, and instead of the first pick, you had the seventh pick, and you traded, hey, we'll offer you the seventh pick, their second rounder next year, Tyreek Stevenson, Darnell Wright, and DJ Moore for CJ Stroud, Houston would laugh them off the uh, would would laugh them off the phone. So I feel okay because of what the Bears have and they've got the rights to Caleb Williams, but CJ Stroud is one of, if not the most valuable commodities in the entire NFL. Danny, I just want to know how you asked me to come on here to talk about playoffs. I woke up early in the morning. It's negative four degrees outside, and we got to talk about non-playoff teams. You didn't ask me about the commanders. 
You didn't ask me about <laughs> Jacksonville, true. another non-playoff team. Why are we talking about non-playoff teams today? We're talking about C.J. Stroud and the oh. value of a young quarterback and your comparison of him to Pat Mahomes and what a player like that can do to transform an NFL team. Oh, okay. That's what it was because I was confused because I could see I how you would be why. confused. Yeah. Because every year you ask me to come on, and then it's like, why, why is a non-playoff city – asking me to come on their show and talk about the playoffs. Like, Danny, for as long as you work there, have you even seen the Bears in the postseason? Have they made the postseason? Have they uh, won a game? Do you not, do you not remember the wild card game against the Eagles in 2018 when Cody Parkey hit it off both uprights for a loss? The old double, the old, old double doink? I, I was oh, here for that. You know what? That might be when people in Chicago first started to know about the Parkins pick of death. That might be when it started. That's when they knew you were a curse. Yeah, yeah, that was that that was not a great moment uh, for, for 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 me uh, or 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 the city. All right, no that 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 no, is Danny though, Danny though. Really quickly, I do want to answer this question just because we're in Chicago. I can't believe that for two years we have been we have been talking about how great Caleb Williams is and how you got to take him with the number one overall pick, and now we're debating on a quarterback who completes sixty percent of his passes, who has won ten games in the first three years of his career and has thrown less touchdown passes in his first three years in Sam Darnold. Like, I can't believe it is even a debate that people are like, well, I don't know, maybe we should pass on Caleb Williams. I don't care if you like Caleb Williams. Then take Drake May. Then take Jaden Daniels. But you cannot have the opportunity to take C.J. Stroud and any quarterback you want in a year in which there's going to be probably five taken in the first round. You can't make that. You can't continue to have Justin Fields be your starting quarterback. Like, I'm surprised that this is even a debate. I, I would help Justin Fields move if I was Chicago. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Atlanta? Do you want to go to Vegas? You tell us where you want to go, but you are not our starting quarterback next year. Yeah, listen, I, I love Justin. I get why he has so many fans. I am a fan of his as well. And if the Bears had the fifth pick in the draft, it would be more complicated, but they don't. They've got the number one pick in the draft, so I think that there's going to be a lot of posturing between now and April, and ultimately Caleb Williams will be a member of the Chicago Bears. Which game today, 90s nostalgia, Packers, Cowboys, or every storyline you could possibly want, first playoff game in Detroit in 30 years, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff against their old teams? Which NFC playoff game today interests you more? Danny, really quickly, I want to make one more Justin Fields point, and then I want to answer your question. I actually, the only reason I think we're having this conversation about Justin Fields is the Bears have been so bad at quarterback that they are trying to convince themselves that Justin Fields is good at quarterback, even though I think it is very obvious that he is incredibly average at playing quarterback. Uh, to answer your other question, I mean, it's obviously the Rams and the Lions. I mean, you mentioned it, every single storyline. This is the first time they've won their division since 1994. Hero by Mariah Carey was the number one song in the country the last time the Lions won their division. And now that you win your division, everyone's happy. And now the prodigal son returns and he wants to ruin your day. you got the McVay and golf storyline. I think the Rams offense is just incredibly fun to watch. I mean, that's a really good one, a really, really strong matchup. So I'm picking that one. Yeah, I think so, too. Was the Peacock storyline at all a talking point for you guys or no because it was on, on local TV in KC? It was a little bit of a storyline. I mean, just like it kind of would be for you guys. You know, like Chicago was such a city that, you know, people kind of live all over and they're Bears fans. The Chiefs have certainly gotten that way. So, you know, that was the conversation. 
it's weird. Like the NFL has like sold people on, hey, we're so popular so we can do whatever we want to do and you guys just have to accept it. Like I would get mad. People like, oh, well, hey, that's how business works. You know, NFL is king. And I'm like, wait, this hurts you, the consumer. I mean, next year they're going to do this. Again, they're going to do more of this next year. This year they only did one postseason game. Well, next year they're going to – so, like, what about Paramount Plus? They don't want a game. They have a deal with the NFL. So now CBS is going to want their own exclusive to drive subscribers. Like, this is really bad for us. I just can't imagine how, like – I don't even know how people are split on this. Everyone should be on the same side. They put Thursday Night Football behind a paywall. They're now putting playoff games behind a paywall. Soon it's going to be the NFL draft, the, you know, day two or day three. Like, I don't know how people can't see that they are just testing and using us as ways to continue to get even more money out of us. We already give them enough money. They got to figure out ways to get six more dollars out of us at every single turn. Yeah, they do. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but why though? For what reason? Like they already have all the money in the world. I mean, you're telling me a league that just gave Daniel Jones 160 million. They're fine. If you got enough money to give that quarterback 160 million, you're more than fine. Or or you know you know you know what's you know it's more than 160 million. 161 million. <laughs> See, that's how it works. This is what I mean. You're arguing for the man right now. I'm not (laughs) arguing for the man. I get why they're doing it. They want more money. How much more money do they need? They already have enough. I I, I, I get it. I get it. It just is so frustrating. And then, like I'm saying, then we argue for them. Hey, they need more money. No, they don't. I'm not saying they need it. I'm saying they want it. And I'm not surprised when they – they, oh, they definitely want the, – the, what's that line from The Last Dance? They want all of our money in their pocket. That's right. Um, all right. Last thing. What has I, – I remember when we would do shows together, and then I would go on with our good friends uh, at the Church of Laszlo, and they would be talking about how, like, Kansas City has never had a national spokesman, like a national celebrity. You know how – when it was Alex Smith and Jamal Charles and Eric Berry and Tom Bahali and Justin Houston and, like, good players, but, like, none of them were ever relevant. I think Matt Castle once did, like, a K-Swiss commercial, you know? What's it like to have the tight end dating one of the most famous people in the world and Patrick Mahomes being every fourth commercial? It's funny you mentioned that to keep the last dance theme. I remember after the first game that Taylor Swift went to, so the game against the Bears, oddly enough. I was there. And and then I, I referenced the, the last dance. If you remember, there was a scene in there. I can't remember what episode it was. And they showed all the celebrities that wanted to go to 90s Bulls games. And then, like, how very few of them could go backstage. But Jerry Seinfeld could. And how he could meet the like, – do you remember that scene I'm talking about? Yeah. That's where the Chiefs are right now. Like, the Chiefs are that team. You have the it player in the league. You have one of the best-looking players in Travis Kelsey. Now he's dating the most famous human being in in the world. I mean, this is what dynasties look like. This is what the 90s Cowboys look like. This is what the 2000 Patriots look like. This is what the Warriors look like. The Heatles, back when LeBron made the decision to leave, when you just have the amount of success and talent that the Chiefs have all on one team and you've been as successful as they've been for the last half decade or so, this this, this all comes with it. Carrington Harrison, he talks to Patrick Mahomes every week on his show, The Drive, afternoons, 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City.
I probably will ask you to wake up early for the Parkins playoff show next week as well, and I'll figure out a way to ask you about the Bears then as well. Thank you, sir. You know what, Danny? I can't wait for next year when you guys are playing in that like on that Monday night two seven matchup in the NFC as as the home team because you guys won the division. I can't wait for that moment. Hell yeah, you got the Bears as the two seed next year. You know what? Just for you, just for just for hope, just for optimism. I mean, look at Houston. Houston was the worst organization in the NFL. We wanted everybody fired. We wanted their owner to sell the team. And look at them. They're in the second round of the postseason. Why not Chicago? That's what I'm saying. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the games. I appreciate you, man. All right, that's Carrington Harrison. Next Wednesday, Score Overnights returns for a one-night special to honor the life of our friend Les Grobstein. Mark Rohde will host the overnight of Tuesday night into Wednesday, midnight to 5 a.m., to share memories of the Grobber and celebrate a Chicago sports radio icon. That is next Wednesday, starting at midnight, right here on 670 The Score. A little bit more of your reaction plus picks and predictions for the rest of the playoff weekend. It is the Parkins Playoff Show on The Score. We're back live with more of the Parkins Playoff Show with your host, Danny Parkins, live on the Odyssey app and 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. And joining us now on the hotline, presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Download the Circus Sports app today. My friend and partner on First and Pod, one ST ampersand pod for those who know. Give us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate it. We do every team, every game, every week. He hosts afternoons. On the fan in Pittsburgh, it's Andrew Filipponi. Pony, good morning. Thank you, sir. Did the Steelers get screwed by this game being moved to Monday? Oh, big time, yeah. How about you get imaging for this show, by the way? Oh, uh, we get imaging for everything, buddy. A There's a lot of uh, a lot of work goes into the Parkins playoff show. That's cool. Big production uh, budget yeah. over here. Yeah. Yeah, they got shafted. Um, they would have they would have had a better chance of winning a rugby scrum game. You know, take Josh Allen's throwing prowess out of it, make it just two teams that are left no choice but to run it on every play, and uh, the Steelers' running attack since Mason Rudolph has gone in, has been one of the best in the league. Najee Harris has over 300 yards combined in the last three games. They've got five rushing touchdowns as a team, over 400 total yards. So, yeah, I mean, if you if there's a game that uh, eliminates or negates the strengths of one of the league's best players and you're an average team to begin with, yeah, that's a huge advantage lost here, the game moving to Monday afternoon. But was it the right decision to move the game? Well, I would say right now, yes, but, you know, now we got CBS Sports. Jonathan Jones came out and said that he thinks the game might have to get moved to Tuesday, which I don't see any way that happens, Danny. Don't you feel like the way this went down, the NFL wanted to move the game to Atlanta? That's what the Buffalo News reported. They were going to try to play the game there today. They were going to have teams fly there Saturday and play the game as scheduled at 1 o'clock in a dome. Don't you well, think I don't, I don't see how you could play it Tuesday and then have Buffalo turn around and play the Chiefs who played Saturday. I know. Well, how about if the Steelers win and have to play the Ravens after Baltimore's had uh, two weeks off? I mean, teams are asked to do that kind of turnaround to go Sunday to Thursday night football, but that's the same for both teams. You're right. I mean, it would be a massive competitive advantage. I think basically uh, the governor of New York told Goodell, promised him that they could play the game Monday. And I think the NFL's fine with that because it's a holiday. I think they're curious to see what the ratings look like tomorrow afternoon, Danny. All the other sports leagues, are the Bulls playing an afternoon game tomorrow, the Blackhawks? 
All uh, the other the sports no, dude, we're basically off now. We're going to air the playoff game. So we're going to do two to three for the show, then air the Steelers game, and then join the Bulls game in progress. Congratulations on all your success. That thank worked you. out nicely for you. Um, yeah, thank you. Don't you think the NFL is curious to see what an afternoon game on Martin Luther King Jr. does? Uh, I, 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 I am. I I would rather it be a triple header on Saturday and a triple header on Sunday than even one Monday night game. So I'm not particularly interested in it, but they'll take any time slot they can get if they can monetize it. So Let yeah, me they, ask you this question: What game do you think will, will do would do a better rating? Will do a better ratings number? Texans Browns Saturday afternoon at four thirty or Steelers Bills four thirty in the late afternoon on a holiday? I think Steelers Bills. Me too. But I, I, but, but, do you, but do you think if Steel, but do you think if Steelers Bills was on Saturday? Like I, I think that's a little bit more to do with the teams. Well, I think it, I think it, I think it does too. But I'm saying, typically Saturday afternoons, uh, not an appealing uh, time slot for the NFL. That's why they always put the worst playoff game in that time. Yep. And with Monday being a holiday, I think they're interested in seeing just exactly how many people are home from work and are ready to watch an NFL game. For the other leagues, it sucks because they planned on having hockey and basketball throughout the day, and now no one's going to watch those games. They're watching a playoff game. 30 seconds. You got one bet today that you love? Uh, Lions money. No, Rams money line. Oh, wow. That was a flip. Get a pump bait there. Rams <laughs> money line. You forgot who you bet. Do Bears fans like want the Lions to lose, and will they get like delight from it? Is it like that? I know, Will, if the Packers lose, you guys hate Yeah, it's them. more about the, it's more about the Packers sure. losing than, than the Lions losing. I don't think that there's a huge rooting interest in, in that game, to be honest with you. Gotcha. All right, Pony, Danny. Good, good stuff. I'll talk to you tonight on First and Pod. Sounds good. All right, buddy. See ya. First and Pod with Andrew Filipponi. Subscribe, rate, review. We do it twice a week during the season, once a week in the offseason. Every team, every game, every week. Uh, I think that the Rams are going to pull off the upset. Sorry, Robbie. Uh, I think the Rams are going to pull off the upset. Their offense is just absolutely rolling right now. And uh, opportunity for pressure to hit the Lions. I know Campbell's amazing at getting the guys ready. But if there's ever going to be an opportunity for it, uh, this would be the spot that I think it'll happen. And I think Dallas uh, is going to win that game and probably win it comfortably. Just a little too much too soon for the Green Bay Packers. So I think that the Cowboys and the Rams advance today, and I think the Bills advance on Monday, and I think that the Bucks pull off the upset over the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night. Thank you to Carrington Harrison and Andrew Filipponi, who joined us on the Parkins Playoff Show. We'll do this every Sunday morning. Uh, if there's NFL football playoff games on, including through the Super Bowl, uh, we will have this show on Sunday morning. Robbie Triano, our executive, uh, excellent executive producer. Nope, I'm the executive now. Thank you. Yeah, the executive. Thank you. Uh, executive, executive producer, whatever he is, we appreciate him. Uh, BetQL is coming your way after this. We will be on Parkinson Spiegel at 2 on Dr. King Day. Thanks for listening to the Parkinson Playoff Show on The Score.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 